politics, pop culture, and a whole bunch of other things that start with the letter P. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Who knew that optimism could sound so sarcastic? Hey, 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 welcome in. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Thanks for joining this week. Don't forget, we are all over the place on social media, Facebook, we're on Instagram, Twitter. We're up, I'm, I'm on TikTok now. I don't even know what that means, but I'm on TikTok, at Mark Harvard. Um, yeah, come out and find us and, and follow us and share us and like and heart and star and whatever kinds of affirmation each one of those platforms gives you. Um, yeah, use all those. We've got a lot going on with today's show. A lot coming on. Later on in the in the in the show, we've got our old friend. Well, I mean, she's old as far as like I've known her a while. Our old <laughs> friend Stephanie Plum is coming up in just a few. But first, we're kicking off the show by spending some time with our good friend Lori Stroud Franklin of Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. Thank you for joining us today, Lori. Oh, it's great to be with you. Now, you know, this is kind of a hectic time of the year for you, isn't it? There's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. A lot of good things going on, which it, it, it is a little hectic, but that's all right. Yes, we are we are gearing up for the third annual Celebrate the Family Expo, which um, wouldn't be the same without you, Mark Harvard, to be there and keep <laughs> us on schedule as we um, have all kinds of fun, free activities for the family from... 10 to 3 so we've got you for five hours of all kinds yeah. of fun happening at the hoover met complex yes now now yes yes now this is this is back at the hoover met now this year which i yes. love that Correct. that that complex that layout's awesome and it's make it's easy to get in and get out and there's gonna be so many different vendors there different uh for anybody that that is is, is has a family is raising a family mm-hmm. you're raising kids Maybe finding some ways to let you know get your kids into different programs, that sort of things. Um, there's all kinds of of stuff for parents there at this thing, right? That's right. That's right. Really, I mean, the focus is on resources for the family. So that you know relates to your physical health, your mental health, um, your emotional and your spiritual health. So uh, we have all different kinds of organizations that serve the family. So um, it is a great place to come, learn about these resources that we have, um, see how you can plug in and, and take um, advantage of those resources and also help many organizations. We'll have a number of ministry organizations there that will be sharing what they are doing, what their mission is, and, and how families can connect in, in volunteer roles, as well as in um, maybe receiving services that, that they may need. Um, and as you mentioned, we are so excited about that HooverNet um, location. There's lots of free parking there um, to come in, and then we will be inside and outside with all kind of entertainment. We'll have, you know, as we always have, um, Lots of inflatables. We'll have face painting going on. Uh, we're excited that the Shelby County uh, Humane Society is going to be able to be there. They're going to have some of their furry, furry friends what? there. Yes. Oh, yes. So, um, someone warned my yeah. wife. We may get another dog. Yeah. <laughs> She's told me out. no, but what am I going to do when there's like one right, right there in my lap giving me literal <laughs> puppy dog eyes? Exactly. Exactly. And um, you know, we're so excited too that uh, to find out that. 
you are going to be um, recording your podcast live there. Yeah. So um, during the during the day, we've got that scheduled for twelve thirty. So um, people need to mark their calendars <laughs> for mark, May the seventh. Yes, mark their calendars <laughs> and come out on May seventh, and then they can also, um, of course, listen to the to the podcast, be there and see yeah. it live, and then also catch it um, when you drop it the next week and it's recorded. So yeah, there um, you go. Really thrilled about that. Now your ears had to have been burning last week. Because Uh-oh. we had Kevin Derryberry on the show, amazing testimony. If you have, if you haven't listened, if you haven't heard that listener, go back and listen yes. to that one. But we both talked about how we're both excited. We're going to be at the expo this year once again. Kevin Derryberry coming out, providing music all you know all day long. Right, and, right. And, and and once again, no matter what uh, that that coworker of yours says, tiny fingers, tiny toes, not about GI Joe. That's right. That's right. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, no, he's gonna he's gonna be uh, there all day long, providing music, um, different entertainment options, and and I'm so yeah. excited. I, I got to see the uh, your um, your uh, your live your live cast last week uh, when you had you were announcing the partnership between uh, you guys and First Priority. Yes, we are so um, pleased that um, First Priority has partnered with us on this event. So uh, they will. That be there, obviously, in terms of sharing about their mission of um, spreading the gospel in our public schools, um, all the way from kindergarten, you know, to seniors in high school. They'll be to, there to share with um, parents and kids how they can become involved in that. So, um, yes, you know, what we're about Birmingham Christian Families Mission is about spreading good news and, and first priority and priority of kids. Um, has that same mission, you know, of really <laughs> spreading good news and, and the gospel of Jesus Christ, you know, with the kids in our community. Excellent. I can't wait. I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, I, I know you are as well, but you've got, you've got yes. some work to do before you get there, right? So Yes, I do. <laughs> A thing or but two. It's going to all be great. Yes. Well, you know, every year you saw it last year, Mark, but, you know, we have so many of our um, participating um, ministries and businesses provide these awesome giveaways. So we'll have 200 yes. totes that are stuffed, you know, as swag bags and then all types of giveaways that, you know, you'll be announcing throughout the event as a part of our birthday bingo game. So, yes, we have a lot and we still have a lot to do, but lots of fun things to do to get ready. Absolutely. I can't wait. I know everybody else can't wait either. It is the Celebrate the Family Expo, May the 7th at the Hoover Met uh, Complex. Come on out, say hi, hang out all day. It's just, it's a good event. You know, it's, it's, you know, you don't, it's not an appointment. It's, you, you grab the family, you go out, you have a day of it and let them play on the inflatables. There's all kinds of characters showing up, the kids. Yes. And maybe yes. your husbands, I don't know, um, how excited <laughs> they get about Minions. But, but, but yeah. So, so uh, bring the whole family out. It's just gonna be a blast. I'm, I am super excited. Me too. Absolutely. Lots of, lots of free family fun for sure. There you go. So, okay, Lori. Thank you for stopping by today. I am so excited, and uh, I can't wait to talk to you next time. Yes. Thank you. All right. Stick around. More coming up. We've got Stephanie Plum up next on the podcast. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Stick around. The Mark Harvard Podcast. I can't tell you how thrilled we are to continue our relationship with Excalibur Service Company. They are the people that I use in my house, and they're who I suggest you use in your house for all your home needs. Air conditioning, heating, duct cleaning, indoor air quality checks. These are the guys that can take care of it. They also offer emergency plumbing service because you know 
plumbing doesn't break in the middle of, an, of a Saturday afternoon. You no, know, it always happens in the middle of the night or when you least need it to uh, to be breaking. They're the folks you call. Like I said, they're who I trust my family is to, and they're who you should trust as well. It's Excalibur Services. Give them a call, 205 205- 352 4160. It's 205 352 4160. Or you can find them online at Welcome back in. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. I am the aforementioned Mark Harvard. Thanks again to Lori Stroud Franklin for hanging out for us. Uh, you know, she's with Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. You can find more about the expo coming up and uh, actually see this month's issue right there in blazing PDF glory. Uh, right there at their website, BirminghamChristian.com. It is that time once again, that time of the month. For us to pay some pay attention and spend some time with my old friend, not because she's old in age, but because we've known each other a long time, with my old friend, Miss Stephanie Plum. Thank you for stepping in, Steph. And thank you for clarifying that I'm not your old friend. I am just an old friend because we all know you're older than I am. I am. I am. But I'm young at heart. And so there you go. Because here's the thing. And <laughs> Are you young at heart, though? I believe we. I believe most people describe you as curmudgeonly sometimes. <laughs> well, okay, that's fair. But I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll give you that. But here's the thing: my wife youngs me up because she does all the impulsive stuff. And because you know, I mean, you've known me a long time. You know, I like to know exactly what's going to happen, exactly when it's going to happen. I like I like to know the plan. When I get up in the morning, I like to know how my day is going to go. I'm just uh, maybe I'm boring. I don't know. But Jenny, that way. but Jenny's that the way. exact opposite, though. Yes, and, and it keeps keeps my head on a swivel because I don't know. Too young. Oh. Well, for for <laughs> example, and I've got a prime example from today. I texted you about it immediately. Um, Jenny took a day, and uh, she was actually at a coffee shop this morning, and everyone. She said, all of a sudden, everybody started getting all fancy schmancy, all kind of um, excited. Like there was like a buzz in there. It was electric. People are talking, I mean, you know, loudly in the store. I got them. Yeah, I got them. And then she realizes that today is the day that Garth Brooks tickets went on sale for Birmingham, Alabama at 10 o'clock today. And everybody was on their phones, on their laptops because, you know, coffee shopping. That's what you do when you if either you're buying concert tickets or you're writing the next American novel in a coffee shop. But there is no in between. No, no, no. It's one of the two. Absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're not in there playing Wordle. I'll just say that. But <laughs> but so so because Jenny is who she is, and I love this about her, she got caught up in the excitement. She and I had talked about Garth coming and how it was kind of a bucket thing, but you know, we're trying to save some money. Uh Jack's only got, you know, Jack I mean Jack's school is kind of expensive. I'm in school. Let's save some money. If he comes back again, then it was meant to be, we'll let this one go. She got caught up in the excitement this morning. And now we have uh, seats on the field for Garth Brooks. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. Uh, 
I loved it. I loved your text message. Like some things happened. She got <laughs> caught up in the moment and now we're going to Garth Brooks, yeah. <laughs> but you're going to have a fun time because that is, I, I'm, I, I'm not kidding when I say best concert I've ever been to. I, and I've been to some good concerts, but I, this one really is a bucket list for me. Uh, yeah. This really leaves uh, Foo Fighters. I want. I still want to see the Foo Fighters live. Um, mm. There are some others that used to be on that list, but they've gotten old enough to where I I I've, I know it'll just make me sad. Mm-hmm. Like I would yeah. I would have said I want to go see Paul McCartney fifteen but years ago, is. but I yeah. I don't want to do it now. It'll make me sad. Um, I would have liked to seen Chicago even. 15, 20 years ago. But the the people touring under the under Chicago are not Chicago anymore. Right. It's like one right. trumpet player or something. So why would I go do that? But yeah, yeah Garth, I'm excited about. Uh, we didn't look look and see because it's a Saturday night show. We looked at, well, maybe we'll just get like, uh, let Jack stay overnight with a, with you know, a cousin or something like that. And we'll get a hotel. There's that hotel right across the way. Nope. Right. They, uh, they got a call from corporate. <laughs> Oh, basic rooms at that hotel across from across from the stadium, almost seven hundred dollars <gasps> a night. Because they know, because they know people are gonna want to stay for Garth, and they're gonna want to party mm-hmm. after, and they're gonna want to like not drive from wherever it is they're driving from. And it's not illegal. Yeah, it's absolutely gouging, but it's it's, oh, not, it's sure. not illegal gouging because it's not you know a natural disaster. It's you know, entitled people wanting to go to a concert and not have to drive. And, and not have to drive home. Exactly. So I'm like, you know, we live close enough, we'll just drive it, okay? That's, that's unless, fine. Unless, unless Garth does all of his encores like he likes to do. Because um, one of, so I've seen him twice. And the first time was in Nashville. It was right after like the Nashville floods and everything. And so he was doing those benefit concerts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You remember when that was going on? Yeah. So, and he would like bring out like surprise special guests. Sure. Yeah. With him. And so, um, so we went, he was doing two shows every night for like a month to, to raise money for Nashville relief. And he, um, we went to the second show on a Saturday night instead of the first show. And so on the second show, the show ends and he comes out, it's just him and his guitar. And he's like, I don't have another show to get ready for. So I'm here as long as y'all want to stay. And so he did like a couple of songs just on the guitar that they didn't like actually do with the full band. And then he like went back, he like went back stage for a second, I guess like got like a drink of water or whatever and came back out and like sat on the stage and just took requests, took requests. (laughs) I've been, I've been looking because I, you know, because once again, me planner, I I gotta know. Uh, I did, I went and found a a set list from this tour. (laughs) From all the good stuff. March 26th of 2022 um, in, in, in at the Camping World Stadium, Orlando, Florida. And, I mean, he does a solid 21-song regular set. Ends yeah. with the dance. Then he goes into an... Then he goes into a, quote, a housekeeping request set, which yep. is eight songs long. That ends with the red strokes. It includes Make You Feel My Love, the Bob Get Dylan thing. Um, mm-hmm. How Sweet It Is To Be Loved By You, Marvin Gaye, Amy, Pure Prairie League, and then a three-song encore, Shallow, you know, the Bradley Cooper, Lady oh, Gaga yeah. thing, Walk Away Joe, and then closes out with Standing Outside the Fire. I'm looking at the set list, so I'm like, every song is awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I am getting well, worried though because I don't see uh, when you come back to me again on this list, and that, he, that worries me. He did that, and I can't remember which one he did it in. He, that's not one that he always does because it's because it was like it was never released on one of his albums. It was only on the Frequency soundtrack. Yeah, such a good song though. Oof. It is such a good song. I'm right here, Chief. I'm right here. Uh, don't don't say it. If you Although, can if you can hear someone say that line and not if you've seen the movie Frequency, if you hear someone yeah. say that line and you don't immediately burst into tears, you have no soul. There you go. It's it's like any any mother who hears the song Mom by Garth Brooks. I don't Do you don't, not know that's I do. Oh no, no, wait. I do know that song. I've heard it exactly once. I will not listen to it because it's the, I don't have time God talking to, to, the, to, the, to, the, the to the baby and yes. uh, Oh gosh! Yes, I have heard that song once, and I've blocked it from my memory because it is that it is too emotional for me. It will level you. Yeah, I'm. I'm, and I'm yeah. not even a mom. <laughs> this has turned into a car. Nor do I have emotions. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> let okay. Let's move on to something else. That's, that's, yeah, uh, yeah. I, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll give we'll do a rundown after the concert. Um, have you seen this story? And I actually want to get your opinion on this because. There are multiple ways to take this. It's either, yay, go woman power, or it's how condescending can you be? Um, iconic baseball snack Cracker Jack, who's, let's, let's just be honest, their, their, their prize is in the Cracker Jack. Been, those have been going downhill for a long, long time. Now uh, it's just like yeah. a QR code and you can, uh, you can get like, play a game online or something. It's, it's yeah. stupid. No, no temporary tattoos anymore. But they're they're debuting new packaging to celebrate women in sports. It's called the Cracker Jill series and will include five special edition bags depicting five different women to celebrate the women who break down barriers in sports. The, the new look bags come 125 years after the caramel coated popcorn was first introduced. And on top of the bags, company is going to pledge to donate $200,000 to the Women's Sports Foundation, which I have never heard of. I have also never heard of that foundation. It sounds a bit like the Human Fund from Seinfeld. Yes. I mean, I'm okay with as as a woman, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with Cracker Jill. It's been it's been a long enough time. Cracker Jack needs a needs a girlfriend. So, but we're in this age now, though, where genders are being debated. Uh, debated. Sorry, uh, they're they're being debated back and forth so often. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's going to be like a third option. <laughs> you know, like a like a like a Cracker Pat, or it. Well, you know, it could be either <laughs> a cracker. Well, I was thinking because, uh, like for for Latino Latina, there's Latin X, so you could have Cracker Jacks, but like instead of C K S, it's J A X. Or spell cracker with a K. Cracker. What does that do other than just misspell it? Hey, you know what? We put up with the city- <laughs> we we put up with the city of Tucson. So don't come yeah. with that. Look, I just I have a problem. I have a problem with people who unnecessarily change things to the letter K, like quick copy. Why? <laughs> Why quick copy? Or Krispy Kreme. I will oh, I got Kreme. you. <laughs> I will forgive Krispy Kreme for that. 
Oh, no, 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 no. As I, long I saw the as face. that hot now sign stays lit, I will overlook the Krispy Kreme. But the second that hot lot had that, that hot now lot sign, wow, I'm so flustered. <laughs> so the second that hot now sign goes out, goes off. It, they're dead to I you will, at, that, at that point. I will, then the gloves are off for Krispy Kreme being spelled with K's. <laughs> Oh, I, I love how how easily you got flustered with that. All right, I didn't wow. expect you. I didn't expect you to call me out on the Krispy Kreme. Oh, yeah. And then I started thinking about hot now donuts, and I just oh, that does sound good, doesn't it? Doesn't it? I've got like three hundred calories left in my calorie allotment for the day. <laughs> ah, never mind. It, it's not worth it. It's not worth. It. They'll, they'll be cold by the time I get there. So okay, when we get back, I've got another story for you. I I, I actually I have a new job for us. I have a way that you and I could, we could uh, safely get away from everybody else on the planet and also get to mess around with penguins. What? I didn't mean for that to sound as creepy as it sounded. I, I mean, <laughs> what I meant was <laughs> I have a job that has come up that's, that's opening and it, it, it requires you to go to Antarctica and a main responsibility is counting penguins. Mm. And it's okay. a job you and I are both qualified for. Oh, because we can count? Somewhat. <laughs> That's coming up next. Stick around. It's the Mark Harvard Podcast. The Mark Harvard Podcast. You know, life is not always easy to navigate, and that's where our friends at All Things New Counseling Services, that's where they step in. They're going to help you get through some tough times. This time of year, people are looking at themselves. They're starting to think about all the things that they want to have a little different, and sometimes that goes hand in hand with some depression, some anxiety, some stress. The gang over at All Things New Counseling Services can help you out with that. Charmin and her team have an area of expertise that includes bipolar disorder, depression, eating disorders, substance abuse, PTSD, and trauma. And guess what? They also do telehealth. So no matter where you are, you've got someone who's there to listen and help you through some of those low times in life. Go ahead, check them out online, allthingsnewcounselingservices.com, and tell them that you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at markharvardcreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Hey, hey, we're back. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Don't forget, once again, to uh, go check out the people that sponsor our podcast. We've partnered up with some really cool folks, and they need to know how thankful you are that we uh, are, are that, that they're partnered up with us. Excalibur Service Company is one of those folks. 205-718-8688. They are who you call. They're who I call because they're who I use in my house when I have issues with HVAC, with electrical, with emergency plumbing because, you know, plumbing doesn't break at 2 p.m. on a Saturday. Oh, no, no. It breaks at 2 a.m. on a Thursday, and it's the worst. So they can help you with that. Give them a call. For electrical, for emergency plumbing, and for, of course, your HVAC system, 205-718-8688 for Excalibur Service Company. And tell them you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Stephanie Plum's with us once again for one more segment. And, Stephanie, I have a new job, a new occupational path that we can both take. Please enlighten me. So this British charity... 
They're based out of Cambridge, but they're searching for people to spend five months in Antarctica to run the world's most remote post office. The team will maintain the Port Lockery base and be responsible for counting penguins, though it will be without running water. But you know what? You melt ice, you're fine. The UK Antarctic Heritage Trust says it usually gets hundreds of applications for these jobs. It'll be the first time the site will be open to the public since the pandemic. And the trust, based out of, once again, Cambridge, usually advertises annually for seasonal postmasters at the site. They are responsible for preserving historic buildings and artifacts in Antarctica. Didn't know any, they had any of those things, but, you know, okay. Successful applicants will be uh, based in uh, the Goodyear Island of the Antarctic Peninsula. And with each, uh, they'll be there with each other and a colony of Gentoo penguins for company. There is a lot to unpack here. Yes. The the first of all, there's there's a post office in yes. Antarctica. Yes. Who is sending and receiving mail from Antarctica? Like, well, I mean, pe- I guess like researchers are getting mail and maybe they're sending mail, but you feel like that would just like be taken care of on its own, like with your research people like if you're with like if you're researching through a university like your university sends a supply ship or whatever and then you just like hand them whatever mail hey bob here's your letter yeah not not hey bob can you (laughs) give this to dave yeah the and the (laughs) fact that the post office is run by a british charity a british charity yes um well you it's an well i mean at one point you know they did like own like three quarters of the world so sure yeah. why not but did you think it was gonna be a u.s post office i mean it's antarctica i mean well i mean i just but but then also the the response how does the responsibility of counting the penguins fall under the duties of the postmaster general of antarctica that's what i want i just need some background information is and- it because there's very little else for them to do yes so, I, 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 well, here's the thing. I've actually got a list of, 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 you know, what their main duties are. They're tasked with running the gift shop for the museum. Who's buying gifts? I don't know, but I want to know what they sell. I'll take a paperweight, right? yeah. And the post office, as well as conducting a penguin count as part of the efforts to protect the Gen 2 penguin colony. The team will also look after the artifacts and the museum inside the Bransfield house, which I don't know what that is. I I don't need there's a house in the Antarctica. So many things that I'm learning here. Also, I feel like the Gentoo penguin population, like probably the only real threat to them is human colonization. Well, I mean, the candidates are required to have good levels of physical fitness, environmental awareness, and a knowledge of minimal impact living. So they want you to like, you know, leave the place better than you found it. They want you to, you know, know how to, you know, live off the land and not hurt the land and that sort of stuff. They, they, they want bear grills. That's what they want. Okay. Well, again, that what, what land am I going to be living off of? Because everything's covered in like ten feet of ice. So I don't. And especially, I'm now, so confused. I'm just people are just backed up now. Here. I'm, I'm down for counting penguins. Don't get me wrong. Sure, I'm here for that. I just am confused as to how this job even came about in the first place. Well, like I said, every year, every year, yeah. they, they interview applicants. And this has been going on since uh, 2006, 
they've been doing this. Uh, Port Lockery was the first permanent British base to be established on the Antarctic Peninsula, initially used from 1944 to 1962. However, since 06, it's been used as a post office and a museum. Um, the site's not had any visitors for over two years due to restrictions because of COVID, though it usually welcomes, gosh, 18,000 people between November and March, which is the Antarctic summer. Okay, first of all, pause. Growing up, I always felt like Antarctica was like the, it was like the last really unexplored area of earth because the conditions were so harsh you're telling me eighteen thousand people annually yeah. go visit this place there's a museum <laughs> just port Lock i feel like Hang i am on. in real time discovering Dear a Google. lot about antarctica that i don't know and i'm having a moment where i i feel is is a lot like you know in the West Wing. You don't know because you never watched the West Wing. But there's a moment in the West no, Wing. I'm still mad at the West Craig. Wing for taking it for taking away Sports Night. Yeah, well, she, um, CJ Craig, like meets with a, a a lobbyist for like accurate map printing because apparently we're all like all the maps are drawn to make it look like the continents that we actually live on are the are like are across the center of the earth and biggest but if you actually draw them out accurately it's like it, it's it's very it's it will blow your mind and my mind is being blown here at this concept of what antarctica is really like we got yeah. museums i'm actually seeing pictures of the museum and <laughs> it's okay i mean it looks it looks like a back like a backwoods towns country store. Uh, oh, the gift shop. Hang on. They have stuffed penguins. It looks like coffee mugs, t-shirts. I want the online version. But here's the thing. Look, you got a gift shop, and I don't know who's physically walking into this gift shop and buying gifts. But even if people are going online and buying gifts from this gift shop, are they are is the gift shop? I mean, there's not there's not like a manufacturing center in Antarctica unless there is. I mean, I guess there could be because goodness knows I didn't know all of this was already going on in Antarctica. Yeah. But it's not like they're making the gift items because it's all ice down there, ice and snow. So like so they're so the gift shop is ordering gift items yes. to come and be their gift shop inventory. And then they're sending those gift items out to other places i just oh they're, they're why not just order from the original place they're selling scarves ties penguin keychains uh penguin phone unless charms. these penguins are knitting these scarves themselves i don't need a scarf from t-shirts hoodies a satchel made by cambridge satchel company <laughs> key rings uh a neck gaiter um, oh, it's like a yeah, it's like a scarf. Stuffed, uh, stuffed penguins, obviously. Um, compass. They're called. They're Shackleton inspired. Uh, from uh, the polar expedition, uh, Lord Shackleton. Um. Oh, oh yes, that one. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there's like a, yeah, there's all kinds of like books and a pocket watch and a compass and all that sort of thing. It actually looks kind of cool. I mean, it's not worth going to Antarctica for, but it's. <laughs> You know, it's okay, fine. There's nothing I'm going to be in a in a big tizzy. I've got to go get that stuffed penguin because, you know, 
All right. <laughs> oh, so okay, okay. So what you're telling me is that we don't need to get our applications in like right now. We can wait. I just feel like, look, like I said, I would be happy to count penguins, but it just this feels like a lot of. There's just a lot of. I just have a lot of questions. A lot of questions. You'd need to do some backup research. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's what the interview process is for. So, I, and I've already submitted your name. So, so uh, just let me know how okay. it goes. Oh, cool. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate you that. Yeah. One final story. A uh, side of Warren, Ohio, a reported uh, robbery victim told police the robber made him pinky promise he wouldn't call authorities after stealing eighty bucks from him. The victim said the robbery happened near a pit stop gas station at ten forty p.m. Sunday in Warren, Ohio. A uh, 22-year-old man said he was walking along the road, was approached by a man wearing a ski mask, said the man asked him if he was a drug dealer, and when he responded that, no, I'm not a drug dealer, he said the robber pulled out a pocket knife and demanded money from him. According to the report, the victim estimated the robber took about 80 bucks from him before making him, quote, pinky promise he wouldn't call the cops, which he immediately broke. Uh, the robber rode off on a bicycle, and he is still at large. Okay, first of all, so does this mean if he had said yes, I am a drug dealer, he what do you wouldn't do? have robbed him? <laughs> what do you? Oh, then never mind. Here, here's your here's your money back. Sorry. <laughs> right. And <laughs> and then secondly, I hope he is ready for the consequences of breaking that pinky promise. What? Do, okay, so I know I know the consequences of like a double of refusing a double dog dare. What is the what are the consequences of refusing a pinky promise? Bad luck for the rest of your life. Really? That's yes. it? Oh, those are high yes. stakes. Mm-hmm. 80 bucks won't buy your way out of that. No, 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 no. Oh, man. This guy clearly has no idea what kind of magic he's dealing with. Absolutely not. Someone should have talked to him beforehand. One well, of us. Well, you know, it's just, you know, it's it's always the people that you uh, that are uneducated that are doing the crimes, you know? <laughs> you know? If only someone had, had stepped in earlier in their lives, kept them from say, making some bad choices. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Kids today, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, oh, one more thing before we get out of here, because uh, I haven't talked about my kid in a while. Uh, Jack had had another uh, soccer game mm-hmm. tonight. Um, we got back from it just a little bit ago. First off, why is it so cold in April? What the heck? I mean, um, I could go into the whole like meteorological background information of it for you, but yeah. It was it's... awful. It was awful. Early this week, I'm in shorts. <laughs> Now, tonight, I mean, I had like a jacket on, over a flannel, over a shirt. Over, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, but, it's going to be cold tomorrow, but don't worry. Uh, you know, Well, I mean, pull back the curtain. We're recording this on Friday. Yeah. So Sunday, it's going to be in the 80s. And Monday, we're all going to have colds. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so Jack is not, in, in his soccer games, man, he's he's come a long way, actually. The first half of this game, which is only 30 minutes long for his age group, the first half of That's this game. That's a long time. That's a long time for. And they break it into four quarters. And they take like a water break and all that. Mm-hmm. The first half of the game, he was engaged, making some key stops. He was good. He's never going to be Pele or Beckham, but he. he, he Pele, what a throwback. Well, you know, it, I, I was naming the people. <laughs> the I only knew. soccer player I was you naming know. the people I knew, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, he, I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's. He's my kid. That's what I'm saying. So it won't that that one. But he's having a great time, which I which I'm 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 thrilled with. So the second half, he started losing a little interest. I think it had been a little bit. He was getting tired. 
So they go for their water break, and the whole rest of the team goes back on the field. And Jack, I look over, Jack's just sitting on his uh, on the on the bench, just sitting there. His coach goes walking over, goes, "Hey, Jack, want to play?" <laughs> Jack <laughs> doesn't miss a beat. Looks up at him and says, "Play what?" <laughs> play what? <laughs> he goes, "Soccer." <laughs> The game. We are at a game. Going on right in front of you. <laughs> hey, Jack, that you've you want... been playing in up until now. <laughs> hey, Jack, you want to play? Play what? <laughs> Soccer. Gosh, kids are the best Good sometimes. Grief. Gosh. We're walking out to the car. Jack goes, I mean, Jenny and I are walking along. Jack's like five steps behind us because he saw something shiny on the ground or something. And, mm. and, and he goes, so mommy, daddy. The real question is, and I'm like, I don't need Jenny. I'm like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> he goes, the real question is, what are we going to do when we get home? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do when you got home? Put him to bed. It was time to go uh, to bed. <laughs> Kid, it's, I didn't it's know how eight. much earlier in the day this game was. I didn't know if it was like, yeah. You know, well, neither did he. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, he's five. What's your excuse? But, yeah. you know. <laughs> I was, my excuse is I was not informed. I was just told earlier this evening. It could, that could have, that could have been five. How it could convenient. Have been six, could have been seven. How convenient. Yeah. And it's convenient <laughs> for you to not tell me the time. Oh, oh. So coming up next week on the show, I think it's next week, might be the next. What what day is this? Anyway, um, it'd be nice for you to like have like a little thing, like a book or a sheet of paper. Well, that I've has got like one that. Hang on, I can tell you. Maybe, I'm, I want to tease this. I'm actually really excited about this interview we've got coming up. Yes, coming up next week. He is next week. Uh, Dave Adamson is going to be on the show. Dave Adamson has a new book called uh, out called Meta Church. He's Australian, which means he's extra classy. And he survived a lot because Australia is the only continent that is actively trying to kill you at all times. The continent itself. But uh, he's going to be on this show. And he is just uh, – he's somebody I've actually I, – I met him at a conference a couple of years ago. And I've been, you know, Facebook and uh, – Facebook friends with him for a while. And we've been doing, uh, you know, Twitter back and forth here. Super cool guy. And he has just basically his finger on the pulse. And I'm actually using that accurately. His finger is on the pulse of what's going on with churches and online discipleship and online services and how you create an online campus. And he's going to talk about what the future of churches could very well look like when it comes to that sort of thing. So stick around for that. That's next week. It's Dave Adamson. And go buy his book. It's it's up for pre-order right now. It's a meta church over on Amazon. It's not very expensive. Uh, I've already pre-ordered mine. I cannot wait to get my grubby little hands on this thing. It's going to be awesome. So that's coming up next week. I'm excited. Stephanie, thanks for hanging out today. Always a pleasure. Ah, we'll have you back very, very soon. <laughs> we'll have you back very, very soon. Uh, have a great, have a great week, guys. I'll see you next week. It's the Mark Harvard Podcast, and I'm out. The Mark Harvard Podcast.